I'm George Flynn. Welcome to the chapter where the fun begins. We have covered the idea about our emotions, our thoughts, how we control our thoughts, and how our thoughts lead to our emotions, and then we can make decisions emotionally. Now, the emotional decisions, remember, they are the ones that affect us. They are the decision makers for us. And you say, well, I, I know all the facts and everything. The facts don't mean anything to your brain. You back up your emotional decisions with the facts that you know. Or even the facts that you don't know, you can make them up. But your emotions are the things that control your decisions. Now, the reason I summarize this is some of us, me included, can jump to different chapters and books. And if you jump to this chapter, which I think a lot of you did, I want you to know the basis so you don't have to read every chapter to get to this point. Why do I say that? Because this chapter is one that a lot of people are interested in. It's got to do with your health, your physical health, your diet, your exercise, your physical health. So, let's get on with it. I'll tell you a story. Growing up, I was always thin. I knew I was thin. I could eat everything I wanted. I could get a half gallon, and I promise you this happened, I would get a half gallon of ice cream, scoop out right in the center, fill it up with Hershey's chocolate, and eat the ice cream. If I ran out of chocolate sauce, I'd fill it up some more. I could do that and not gain weight because I was active. I was extremely active. Now, I don't recommend you doing that, but I seemed to like it. It didn't, didn't seem to bother me. That was as a kid. And that went on up until about, you know, I was about 30. And when I got to be about 30, all of a sudden something happened. The brakes went on. My metabolism slowed down. I was working and I was eating just as much or more. And I wasn't exercising. What happened? I gained weight. I did. I don't know how high, yeah, I do know how heavy I got. I got up to about 220 pounds. And my ideal weight for my height is about 172. So I was, you know, I was overweight. Maybe, I, maybe that was not as much as it was. Maybe it was only 215. But I know it was way over where I wanted to be. I wasn't feeling good, and I knew <clears throat> that I needed to go on a diet. So I tried every diet system out there. I tried Nutrisystem. I tried uh, the Palm Beach diet or the Beach South Beach diet or whatever it was. I tried every diet. I tried the diet center. I tried every mode of diet. I read every diet book. I knew about diet. I knew about how to count calories. I knew all of that. I knew about proteins, carbs, and fats. As a matter of fact, 
I got so interested in the Atkins diet that I went to New York and met with Dr. Bob Atkins and met him at his institute. He did all the blood tests on me. He did this and that. <clears throat> and he helped me come up with a diet plan. Well, I stayed on it a little while. I wasn't minding it. High protein, low carb, 20 grams of carbs a day. And I, I didn't mind it. And I would lose some weight. But for some reason, I didn't stick to it. And then I tried another type diet, another type protein and carb and low fat. And I've tried low carb, low fat. I've tried low protein. I've tried low every kind of diet. I've tried all kind of diet supplements. I've tried Jenny Craig diet. I've tried every kind of diet in the world. And you may have tried some of these yourself. And you may have read the books. And you may have followed the books. Why didn't you lose the weight? Here's why you did not lose that weight. And here's why I did lose the weight. I didn't know it back then, but I know it now, and I'm sharing it with you. The reason you didn't lose the weight, oh, by the way, I tried hypnosis. I went to a hypnotist one time and it was a, one of these weight loss hypnotic sessions. And right after that, I went to the Mid-South Fair. And they have all kind of junk food at the fair. And I passed by every kind of junk food. Now, three days later, I was eating all the junk food I wanted. But that hypnosis session lasted a little while. I tried acupuncture. I tried everything. But here's why it didn't work. It did not work because I made an intellectual decision. I knew all the facts, I'd read all the books, I'd followed the plans, but emotionally, I had not made that decision. Emotionally, I had not made the decision. Once I said, okay, that's it, emotionally, I made a decision to do this. I made a decision to lose the weight. And we really don't talk about losing weight. We talk about attaining our ideal weight. So we didn't want to be a loser. We wanted to attain our ideal weight. And so that's what I did. And I lost the weight. And I attained my ideal weight of between 172 and 175. And it has stayed there without having to try because emotionally, I made that decision. And how does that work? Because every time a food comes up, I can, I know. I say, you know, emotionally, that food's not good for me. Now, intellectually, I might know, but I'll go ahead and eat it. But emotionally, if I know, this isn't going to make me feel good. And we all want to feel good. So, I didn't do it. I would abstain from the foods that I knew, and somehow my body clock just figured it out and said, we're gonna reset you at 172 to 175, and you're gonna stay there. And that's what happened. Okay, we'll talk about exercise. I didn't like to exercise. 
I didn't want to exercise. It was too much like work. It's too much like getting hot and sweaty and getting sore. So I, I knew I was supposed to exercise, so I'd go out and exercise a little bit, get sore and say, okay, to heck with that. I'm not gonna exercise for a week. And then I'd start feeling bad about it and go ahead and exercise some more. And then <clears throat> I tried all kind of exercise prog programs and protocols. Pull-ups and chin-ups and weightlifting and treadmill and outside running and inside walking the mall and every type. Nothing worked until I made that emotional decision and commitment to know I want to live longer. I want to do the right thing to live. That was emotional. And now I can go a day or two, three days without exercising, but I'm right back on it because I feel better. I understand how it's helping and I really get with the program. And what we found out in all of this is that the emotional decision to go on a diet or to, it's not even a diet, it's a lifestyle. You're not on the diet and then off the diet. You're on a lifestyle change because emotionally you decided to have that. Now exercise, emotionally, I wanted to exercise. Some days I'd get out of bed and I usually try to exercise you know, first thing out of bed or last thing at night. Emotionally, I wanted to exercise. Sometimes I was just tired, really tired. I didn't want to do it. I said, there are all kind of logical reasons I shouldn't have to. I worked hard yesterday. I don't need to be doing this, but emotionally overruled logic and said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll just, today, I'll just walk on the treadmill four or five minutes, not 30 minutes or 45 minutes. So I'll just do four or five minutes on the treadmill or I'll just live, lift weights or I'll do a couple of reps and that's all I'll do. <clears throat> that's the key. Just tell yourself, I'm going to just do a few. Once you just do a few, then your emotions take over and say, wait a minute, that's pretty good. I like this. This is helping me. You wind up doing the entire sequence that you wanted to do. Now, if you decide I'm late, I can't do it, you'll do four or five minutes. Then at the end of the day, you'll complete your exercise program because it's been undone and emotionally you say, well, wait a minute, I, I don't think I like the way this feels. Remember, I don't like the way it feels. Feels, emotions. I may like the way it logics. I may like the way I think about it, uh, you know, in, in logical terms, but emotionally, I don't like the way it feels. We all hear about putting a picture of your ideal self on the, on the wall or putting some affirmations up there. When you see that 
picture of your ideal self, what you're doing is you're controlling your what? Thoughts. You're focusing on your thoughts. That ideal self. Picture of where, how you looked 20 years ago. Come up with a picture of your ideal self. Everybody talks about doing that. Nobody explains to you why it works. You put that picture up there or you have the affirmations or you have a vision board of how you're supposed to look. What your weight is. You put the number up there. I want to weigh this much by this time. <clears throat> you don't even have to put the time. I want to weigh this much. What you're doing is you are deciding what you're going to think about. You're controlling your thoughts. Is this going somewhere for you? When you control your thoughts, what happens next? Your emotions come from your thoughts. So emotionally, you're now connected with this ideal look that you want, with this ideal weight that you want, with this ideal exercise program that you want, with day-to-day -day dietary decisions that you want, and it all just works together because emotionally you've gotten connected. That is a one-minute secret that will change your life. Now, I'll give you a little postscript. How can you augment this? You can carry around a little card and that card can say on it, my ideal weight is this and it maybe even have a little picture of what you want. And whenever you get ready to have a meal or get ready to go, think you might exercise, pull out the card and look at it and you will be reinforcing your thoughts and your emotions. Because remember, when you decide to eat, when do you decide how, you go, how much you're going to eat? When you put it on your plate. And if you can make a decision to put less on your plate, use smaller plates, then you can control your diet, your weight, because you've made that decision how? Not logically. You've made the decision emotionally. And that, my friends, is a secret, a one-minute secret for life changes.